Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Better never rest. What is up, everybody? It is the Georgia Show, Sunday night edition coming to you. Palmer Toms, Jake Roos, Rusty Mansell, and we got a lot to cover tonight. It's a uh, short week for us and, uh, you know, tech week, so it's a big one. Rivalry week, say that three times fast, but we got to cover Tennessee review. We got to cover a recruiting update because there's a lot going on this week. And then, of course, we'll get to Georgia Tech, but first... Uh, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Prize Picks. Um, let me get that pulled up for us. Prize Picks. Jake and I and Rusty, we uh, we hit we hit on our pick. Um, we we had to do a little bit of adjustment. Uh, Roe and I uh, hit to it on the road um, because we had we figured out we had to do two different teams. It couldn't all be Georgia, so we included Tennessee in there, but. Jake and I uh, gave a nice little high five in the press box when Carson Beck hit that <laughs> slant over the middle to uh, to Jackson Meeks to hit the over there. Um, is that, but is that not strange, y'all? Like that's so not typical Kirby to see them throw. No, that. and 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 then right away Brock Vandergriff comes in and, and Jake said Kirby plays prize picks. Kirby's a prize picker, so you can be a prize picker too. Head to PrizePicks.com or prize picks app and use promo code dogs they will match your first deposit 
up to $100. Um, and you can get in on the action too. Um, it's simple. Pick a couple of players. Pick uh, the stat lines will show up. They got everything you want. So if you're looking to get in on the action right away, maybe you get in with the little Philadelphia Georgia Bulldogs on Monday night football as they take on the Chiefs in a Super Bowl rematch. Um, but pick the prize picks app and uh, pick pick a couple players. Stat lines will show up. Passing yards, passing yards, receiving yards. You can see here for us, they got rushing yards. They got touchdowns. They got fantasy points. They got everything you could ask for. Pick more or less. Put your picks in, and uh, you can win just like we did. So uh, head on over to prizepicks.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, and they will match your first deposit up to $100. All right, guys, let's get into some Tennessee review here. Um, you guys, I know you, the two of you talked about it post-game and did the immediate reactions. Um, but just, you know, 38-10 to 10, Georgia winners in Knoxville, Neyland Stadium. When you hear that, you know, what do you think? My thought, my thought last night. I said this on our on the post game show. It never felt that close to me. Thirty eight ten. I mean, it, it, to me, that seems. I'm not saying that that's close. Twenty eight points is a huge is a huge gap. But to me, it felt like Georgia could have gone. You know, forty five fifty on that one, man. I mean, they really they controlled that game so heavily from a time of possession standpoint. I, the the thing that I kept using and I kept going back to was the idea that they like choked them like a snake. Like they kind of they like they just wrapped around and they just kept kind of sucking in on it. And I mean, that was really what it was. They they took everything away from from Tennessee. Um, and it was, you know, I wrote that in in um, our predictions on uh, Friday that teams that have had to rely on the run and Tennessee, I think, has proven that they are one of those teams. Um, George has done exceptionally well against those teams this year. Uh, for the most part. Now, you know, you look at a dynamic passing attack like Missouri, for example, and, uh, you know, that was a bit of a struggle. Um, you know, obviously they pulled the win out, but but that was tougher for them. Ole Miss, not so much, but Tennessee relied on that ground game and they just couldn't get it going. And uh, Georgia just smothered them uh, along the way. Uh, last two years, we talked about Georgia's offense. Obviously, Mike Bobo doing a really good job there, but really wanted to mention this. Look this up tonight before the show. Last two years of Georgia's defense versus the UT offense, 22 possessions for Tennessee, 10 punts, four turnovers on downs, three field goals, two touchdowns out of 22 possessions, two turnovers, and one missed field goal. That is absolutely stoning uh, uh, an offense. 22 possessions, 10 punts, four turnovers on downs, three field goals, two touchdowns, Two turnovers and one missed field goal. But that Rusty, is- it rained. It rained last year. Uh-oh. It doesn't count. It rained. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't rain Saturday. It, the result was even worse. It, 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 it rained in a different way. <laughs> it, rained, there, it rained pain um, and, and sadness uh, all over Neyland Stadium. Hey, man, that was uh, – you, you, you see what – you know, and rightfully so, Mike Bubbo's obviously – I think people have just gotten – accustomed to Georgia playing really good defense. And I'll say this, uh, Roost, getting back to teams that's given Georgia trouble, and people know where I'm getting into. The thing that's given Georgia trouble is an accurate dual-threat quarterback. And yep. and Cook gave him some issues because he could extend plays. And, you know, a couple of balls he hurt him on and a couple of balls that Georgia was able to get him. So, uh, you know, they're, they're gonna, Haynes King is, is not a statue this weekend. He can stretch the ball vertically. I mean, I'm not saying George Tech's going to beat Georgia, but he's going to have their attention because he can throw the ball. And then in two weeks, 
we're really going to have their attention with Jalen Miller. Yeah. Oh, no question. No question. Yeah. Both, new both. Let, let, let My, me ask you guys this. First play, Tennessee takes it 75 yards to the house, one snap, uh, 11 seconds off the clock, and it's 7 nothing. What's going through y'all's mind at that point? Other than the fact that Georgia just gives up first drive touchdowns. This is what happens? I don't yeah, know this, this is what I, they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is for who 20, Georgia is. Yeah, for 20 years I'd be like, well, this is going to be one of them days. And then and then, then when Joe Milton throws a pass and he deflect, deflects it, he gets about eight yards on it. I'm like, oh, God, this is one of those days. But Joe Milton threw a pass, caught it, ran for eight yards. And I'm telling you, for another hour and a half, they didn't do anything offensively. That no. was it. That was they, it. They did not take it. Tennessee did not take a snap past hat midfield until their last drive of the first half, the one that resulted in a field goal there. And uh, that was a little bit of bend but don't break defense for Georgia. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think I did the numbers on it today. I think so. They allowed 75 yards on that rush. They allowed 55 yards yep. rushing the rest of the game. I did the same math. Yeah, that is that's bananas. And Jalen and Jalen <laughs> Wright, the their leading rusher on the season. And yep. primary ball carrier, you take that out. He had less than two yards of carry. And I think he had what 15. I think he had 15 yards. I yeah, think he it, was 50, it was 15 on yards on eight carries yeah. after that. Yeah. So I mean, they just they just smothered him. And you know, Rusty, you mentioned uh you mentioned the the dual threat guys and the problem that that's given Georgia. I would be remiss, though, to think that the if Georgia replayed that Auburn game today, especially because oh, yeah. what we saw from oh. Auburn yesterday. But yeah. this this Georgia team, I think, is so far ahead of where they were at that yeah. time that I, that's a completely different game. Now, Missouri is just, to me, good all around. They, they have horses. That's the, the term I've been using all year for them. They've got the dudes to make this thing work. they got an excellent passing attack. Georgia had Georgia. I mean, that that one was always going to be a game, but this one, I, and I said this going into it too. Tennessee, in my mind, of the three teams Georgia's played, the last three teams Georgia's played, I think they were the least talented. Uh, they're not a bad team. I'm not saying that by any stretch that they're a, a team that suffers, but I think from a pure talent standpoint, I think they're under Ole Miss, and I think they're certainly under Missouri. Missouri is a dynamic team. Tennessee is. Like Let me ask you this: where, where does Florida rank in that? If you throw them in, <laughs> there's a reason I didn't include them in the, the last three game thing. That's why I cut it at three. I don't know though. Me. I mean, that Florida team had might have more talent than some of the teams that we've seen. Yeah, yeah more than some of the teams this season. I don't know that they're more talented than any of the three teams Georgia's just faced, though. I don't. I don't think that that's the case. Um, but at the same time, I, I think that you know Georgia again um, is just finding ways to get it done across the board, you know, they're going to take what you give them. And last night, man, they were giving up the pass and um, they're just, it was, it was pretty unstoppable in that way. I also thought today I did the snap count. I thought it was very interesting and something we haven't seen a lot. They leaned on Nazir Stackhouse last night. He was in yeah. that game for 47 snaps. Well, and, and, and that's certainly a factor of Warren Brinson. Not no, no question. No question. And, but that's, and, I think that's like the highest percentage of snaps we've seen from a defensive lineman probably all year, if I'm not mistaken. And and it certainly helped that they were off the field pretty quickly. I mean, the, those four drives right after the 75-yard run, Tennessee didn't go more than six plays and more than 30 yards. And, you know, so obviously when, when you're getting off the field that quickly, you're able to keep guys fresh. And, and look, the offense is doing its part too and staying on the field and, you know, keeping drives going. And so – um, you know, you're, you're able to lean on your horses. Like you said, you're able to lean on those guys a little bit more. Um, 
look, we can't talk this game without talking Dylan Bell and and the day that he had, the day that Marcus Roseme Jack Saint had. I just saw Georgia put out a little bit of a highlight video of the two. I think they combined for 210 total yards, three touchdowns. Of course, one of those was Dylan Bell to Marcus Roseme Jack Saint. Um, you know, 86, 86 looking like he, uh, you know, He's, he's making a name for himself. Rusty, I know you said that you think he's going to get snaps regardless of who's healthy. Uh, what did you make of the day of Dylan Bell? Uh, it's just one of those deals, man. I mean, at Georgia, you, you – I mean, I don't think Lad McConkey is in any way, shape, fashion, or form uh, in danger of not starting. Let me, let me repeat that. But you get hurt at Georgia or you set, set out, and chances are the, net, the guy behind you understands this is my moment to try to get some reps, try to do something. And I think Dylan Bell took advantage of it. Um, one of the Atlanta sports reporters, God, please don't make me mess this up. Did you see the video that she posted? Maria Martin. Oh, Maria, Maria Martin. Martin. Yeah, Maria Martin. So she posted a video of Georgia coming onto the field pregame, correct? Yep. Pregame. And pregame. And Kirby is standing there and he puts his arm around Dylan Bell. And at that point, he probably, obviously, he knew that Lad McConkey wasn't going to play. And obviously knew that Dylan Bell was going to get some, some some touches and targets today. Take advantage of it. But to see that little moment before, uh, he kind of knew, hey, this is a good day for you to, to to make a name, man. And he did. The best thing he did all day to me was that contested catch on the Tennessee sideline on third down. Because yeah. that, it, that defender, I mean, that's how you play. He was in phase. He went up. He went back to look for the ball. And Carson Beck dropped a damn dime and Dylan Bell caught it. And there's no defense for that yeah now dylan bell too i think man if he continues on the trajectory that he's on I, i'm really interested to see what we're talking about nfl draft wise here because the the gadgety ability of him the ability to do a little bit of everything really really such a huge selling point in today's game in the pro league man i mean the ability to uh, take a snap out of the backfield uh, go out catch a touchdown run a nice route throw a touchdown if you need him to. I mean, the guy is a true athlete, and um, it's really cool to see that kind of come to fruition. And credit to Mike Bobo and, and the Georgia offensive staff for unleashing that in the guy. You know, a lot of people, hey, you know, we know you can throw a ball once in a while. I mean, they they have utilized this kid to a very his very full potential, I think, this season. And um, it's really been impressive to see. I think it's it's very cool. And it brings an interesting element to Georgia for the rest of the year. When that kid's on the field, if you're the opposing defense, you got to be ready for a little bit of everything from 86. Well, and, and we heard from, you know, Dylan a couple weeks ago and, and, you know, when he was playing a lot more. And I think that's part of the thing that's the most interesting here is that he – saw a downtick in his snaps and you know once lad got healthier and, and that running back room got healthier you weren't seeing him as often it felt like and um you know a that's what made the you know play call to to put him in there early and show okay remind tennessee hey we, we've got this as as a running back option and then all of a sudden you know you look at that play and everyone comes downhill on that toss sweep and he just beats him over the top so that was the first part of it that's it's so brilliant but also you know, going back to what I was saying was when we talked to Dylan and we were asking him, you know, hey, you're you're doing a little bit of everything. At that point, he hadn't thrown a touchdown, but, you know, looking at it now, he, he's capable of doing that. Um, we asked him, you know, hey, obviously you're playing under Brian McClendon and, and he coached Debo Samuel. How much is that a, you know, talking point, a, a guy that's capable of doing so much? And he said that that's exactly kind of the role that they have envisioned for him and, and that, 
um, you know, that they talk about Debo and he has used Debo as an example. So, you know, A, you've got a coach in in McClendon that has coached a guy like that before and, and is comfortable using a guy like that. And, you know, you've it's it certainly helps to have a player that's capable of doing those things. So um, Dylan Bell, Marcus Rosemey, both big games for them, two touchdowns apiece. I, I want to say, too, um, I you know, I was doing the snap count today and I was thinking back to uh, the game last night and it, like it, it almost feels like it almost feels like the Brock Bowers injury was like a a hallucination we all collectively shared like it's like he's back in such a way that like you would never know anything ever happened I mean it's just it's forgotten about I know I know he was in there last week played a ton of snaps right but I mean at this point it's just like business as usual no problem whatsoever for him it's amazing amazing to see and you talk about business as usual that's what Carson Beck does he just he just shows up and throws for over 250 yards something that Stetson did nine times last year. He's done it in all 11 games that he started. So, you know, nothing new for for 15 back there in the pocket, just looking super poised. Yeah, no, I, a tremendous performance for him uh, once again. I, characteristically efficient is what I would say. Yep, yep. So, all right, we will transition topics here to a recruiting update first, but not before, uh, Roos, you tell us about our friends at HelloFresh. Yeah, HelloFresh, uh, you can get a little bit of everything from those guys, right? Uh, they're going to send it to your door, all the ingredients, you make it yourself, and it's uh, easy, uh, it's quick, um, and you can kind of tailor it to your style. So uh, whether you're a vegetarian, um, a meat and potatoes kind of guy, they got that. Something for the family, we can do that too. Uh, they got the fit, uh, they got fit, calorie smart, carb smart meals little quick and easy, 20 minutes or less to make them. Or you can go pescatarian and they'll send you some uh, some fantastic fish and seafood options. Um, they uh, they uh, sent us a couple meals out to try. I enjoyed everything I had. It was easy to do, easy to follow the instructions. You can't beat it, man. Great value on those guys. Get on there and use our promo code while you're doing it. And that is dogs free, D-A-W-G-S free uh, over on HelloFresh. Uh, and that will get you hooked up uh, with uh, um, what, what's our incentive free, here? Palmer? Free breakfast for life. Free breakfast for life. Rock yeah. and roll. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, you you see the way Rusty reacted to that. There's a Bojangles going out of business in Rome, Georgia, as we speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're laying people off tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So HelloFresh.com. Dogs free is your code. Uh, get over, check them out. Like I said, they can tailor it to what you like and what you want. You get free breakfast for life. Use the code and um, check them out, man. Like I said, quality is high and uh, really enjoyed everything I had. So people get over there. And uh, if you're looking for something to simplify your life, cut down on your food waste, HelloFresh is a great option. All right, guys. So the recruiting updates, obviously, uh, we are a month and one day away from National Signing Day, December 20th, that Wednesday there. Uh, just a couple of days before the holidays. And uh, we've got a decommitment today to that's certainly on Georgia's radar. Marcellus Barnes, cornerback out of Macaulay in Chattanooga. They, they beat my NBA Big Red on Friday. Disappointed about that. But, um, you know, he, they'll head to the state championship and match up against Baylor, uh, another team that's got some talent. Amari Jefferson, who's the Alabama commit. Cam Sparks, who's a Georgia prospect. Um, just, you know, Re- Jeremy wrote about it for us over on Dogs HQ. You can go check that out. But, must, um, have, 
Must champ son's a quarterback. Yep, yep. Must champ son, uh, Wit, uh, committed Wit. to Vanderbilt. So, yeah. um, talented team. They won the state championship last year. Baylor did. Um, but Macaulay looking to uh, up in them in a battle of of Chattanooga. Um, what was the thoughts on Barnes? Just you know, in terms of the player that he is um and, and the potential that he he you know georgia is certainly on his radar yeah georgia likes him a lot uh six foot corner i think and he's a guy that's just played himself onto the board um you know even more you know and he decommitted today and uh, i don't think there's anything like he's gonna make another decision this week i think he's gonna take an official at least to georgia take an official at least to Ole miss and then he's got uh he's got the state championship game in two weeks so he's still got uh stuff to do there so uh, you know, George is recruiting him. They've had he and his family uh, in town multiple times now. And um, I think George is in a good spot here, you know, but there's, this decision is not going to be anytime soon. And and there's a lot between now and then. You start talking about National Signing Day uh, coming up. I'm looking at December the 4th because National Portal Day opens up on <laughs> December 4th. And we all know what's about to happen there. So, Every single team in the country, I don't care who it is, every single team in the country is going to deal with this thing, addition and subtraction. So, uh, you know, people look at this like, man, Georgia's 2024 class is about done. It is. It is about done. But guess what? That portal ain't about done. And uh, there's going to be a lot of news from Georgia. And there was last year. You know, they had some big additions that are playing right now. So we'll see how this thing goes. But, uh, you know, I think people might be checked out a little bit as far as recruiting. I I, I would really uh, refocus myself because I'm going to tell you on December the 4th, when this thing opens up, it's going to be a wild 30 days across, across the country. Yeah. yeah. And, Thanks uh, for the reminder there, Rusty, because I, I told you yesterday we sleep on December 4th trying to uh, catch up on the sleep from all this travel to and from Knoxville, to and from late night for Ole Miss, late night for Georgia Tech. We'll got a, a trip to Atlanta trip home for thanksgiving nope we don't sleep on december 4th <laughs> now nah, for me too uh not only marcellus barnes something to watch here over the next couple of weeks you got the cam michael decision dropping uh this week as well uh 23rd i believe that is uh for his decision Thursday. thanksgiving thanksgiving day for him um and you know georgia i think in a pretty good spot for michael uh and they really were especially early on um he kind of changed up his focus to uh, kind of lean toward uh, the offensive side of the ball. And uh, I got to tell you, I don't think that's been a bad move for him. He's uh, really delivered on that. Uh, does a little bit of everything down there for Statesboro and a tremendous player. So, uh, you know, Georgia with a real chance to, to land this kid. Tennessee also in that mix pretty heavily. Colorado's hosted him a couple of times too. And he's got a teammate cousin committed there as well. So, you know, there's some ties to a couple of places, but Georgia – I think has really been the school that's been on his mind the longest. And, and once they kind of came back and said, Hey, you know, we need help at the wide receiver position and that's what you want to do. Let's make this happen. I think that that's probably shifted this narrative pretty heavily. Um, Jeremy Johnson also with an update on Terrell Anderson uh, over on uh, dogs HQ, get over and check that out. Um, uh, NC state commit at wide receiver. Going to be interesting to see how they handle that, man, uh, from the high school ranks. Um, you know, obviously, I think that you're going to see a portal addition probably again at the wide receiver position. That's certainly one of the areas they'll be looking at. Uh, defensive line is going to be another where you're looking for some experienced help in there. Brian Taylor is a guy already to watch, not from the transfer portal uh, perspective, but uh, from the JUCO ranks. He's got some experience and, and would be an interesting addition. But 
a lot to look for here in the next couple of weeks when it comes to Georgia recruiting. Um, I, we said it last week, I think on the show, man, like it's just getting started. This is, you, you said the people are a little checked out for it, Rusty. Now's the time to tune back in because it's about to all start happening. Get, get right back into this thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm telling you. And this, it's one of those deals where you cover it and you're like, you don't know, you know, till you hear something pop up like, hey, so-and-so's in the portal. And then you're like, wait a minute. Uh, but I'm telling you, it's going to be nationwide now. Th- this one, I don't know how this thing's going to always go because we we're all learning. But I can guarantee this one is going to be it, – it's going to ramp up again. And it's going to be a wild 30 days. This time, they only have 30 instead of 45 days. So when this thing opens, man, December the 4th, whew. Uh, the two team, the two teams that play in the national championship. That's what I was going to add. They get. I think it's 40, ten extra days. No, no, no. Then they get forty-eight hours. I think. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so that plane ride back from Houston for either team, they're going to be on the phone begging players not to leave, or begging players to go, or who's coming and going. It's going to be. It's going. I don't even know how we're going to cover it. Like, it's as good as anybody in the country. I can promise you that. But. This damn thing is going to be wild, man. That's going to be an interesting plane ride back for a lot of people is what I would yeah. say. Like, you're going to be a lot of dudes that you're saying, hey, thank you for your service. We appreciate it. Sure. Business talk on, on the uh, plane ride back, win or lose, for whoever's in that game. Um, you know, and, and Georgia certainly with a shot to uh, be in that kind of a conversation. Oh, yeah, no question about it. I mean, it's this was an interesting weekend, I think, for one major reason in my mind, and that was the the FSU Jordan Travis injury. Um, you know, that was so unfortunate, and uh, you hate to see anything like that. It was grotesque to, to be frank about the injury. Um, you hate that for the kid, man. Um, he's worked really hard and FSU in a great spot. Um, and now they got to switch it up, man. Uh, it looks like Tate Rodemaker, I think, kind of got to take over. Out of uh, Valdosta, gonna take Valdosta. over the reins down there. I, yeah. I I like Tate though, man. He's a good yeah. player. He was he's a he was a hell of a quarterback in high school. Followed yeah. his career pretty closely, yeah. and um, he's a guy that it will be interesting to follow. But to me, that's a big shakeup in how all of this looks moving forward. Um, I think that will make. Are they doing the uh, release on Tuesday night, Palmer? Yes, for for the college football playoff. Yep, Tuesday night. If you had a hundred bucks each one of you, would you bet Washington's ahead of Florida State Tuesday night? Yeah. I would, and, yeah. and I I, th- I think that the AP poll and coaches poll showed us a little bit today. Yeah. They flipped yeah. Ohio State and Michigan, who who Ohio State's been on top there, uh, you know, in the uh, in the, in the college football playoff poll ahead of Michigan. They were ahead of Georgia for a little while, and then that flip happened last week. Georgia goes to number one, Ohio State two, Michigan there at three, and um, yeah, I, I would I would guess that we probably do see that flip Washington right. with a, with a quality win over That's, Oregon State. I, I think so too. Um, too. Yeah, certainly will be interesting. Um, and, and as we talk about the college football playoffs, Georgia and uh, Alabama with a essentially a quarterfinal matchup uh, in uh, in might be the, might be the it might be the game it might be the national that might be the one that. It, it, it's not. I don't think it would surprise anybody if the winner of that game went on to. No, not one bit. Roos, if if you were trying to get to that game, you were a fan. How would you do it? Well, there's only one way I'd do it, and I'd go to GameTime.co uh, to get my tickets. Uh, I'd get over there, check them out, man. Uh, they got you covered on all things. They specialize in last minute. Tickets. Look at that that's number, guys. Look at that yeah. number for that. Yeah, game. four away. That's that's probably not going to go down. 
I would, I would not assume. Uh, but Game Time does a great job. And what I love most about this app, man, is the ability. Palmer's clicking through this right now. The ability to see where your seats are, the view you're going to get. That's what makes it so cool uh, at GameTime.co. Um, they do a fantastic job of, like I said, hooking you up with those last-minute tickets. They make it easy. I used them just over the uh, beginning of the summer uh, to go to a, a Twins game. I was up in Minnesota. I was looking for some last-minute tickets. I got on the app about an hour before the game started, got mine, and uh, they sent them over immediately. Seamless experience, cool, cool as a cucumber, uh, and the, the views were accurate. So I think that's just the neatest feature on Earth, and uh, they do a great job. It, they make it easy. You get your tickets quick, and that's what matters in those moments. So you can get over to GameTime.co. Use our promo code DAWGS. That's promo code DOGS, and uh, that'll get you $20 off your first order. Some terms and conditions apply. Obviously, uh, you got to uh, hit a threshold to get 20 bucks off. You can't get a $20 ticket and get it for free. Uh, but they can hook you up uh, with your seats. So get in there if you're looking for your SEC game tickets. I mean, that, that's some pretty decent seats there uh, for a decent price. If uh, you're looking for it, uh, you know, six. You will hit there. that threshold with any. You will of these hit the tickets. threshold. You will be able to use the code dogs. <laughs> and, and I can almost guarantee you, it that that picture that we see right there not accurate in terms of the uh, attendance at this game. Yeah, no. And get over to, uh, and, and you know, listen, uh, you're probably not going to be able to use the code this weekend uh, against Georgia Tech um, because you're probably going to be able to get in there for a reasonable price. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Georgia fans bought all those up too, huh? Oh, okay. Um, so uh, get over there and check them out. Uh, should be uh, a great atmosphere full of dog fans on Saturday. Although credit to Georgia Tech because they are bowl um, but anyway, uh, gametime.co, that's the place to get your tickets. Get it hooked up. Use co promo code DOGS, $20 off your first order. Terms and conditions apply. Let's talk tech. Let's talk that game. Um, night game, 7.30 kick. I, I don't know if we addressed it last week. That's that's different. That's different for this game compared to oh, yeah. recent seasons. And, um, you know, just I, I know that that's one that, He's probably not going to come out and say it, but Kirby's probably a little bit disappointed that they've got the late kick. Um, you know, Alabama and Auburn kicking off at 2.30 local time um, in the Iron Bowl on CBS. And, look, I don't think it has that big of an impact. Russie, you know things a lot better than me. Do you think it has that big of an impact to be kicking off at 7.30 as opposed to, uh, you know, let's say noon? There's two different questions you're asking me. Do I think there's a bigger impact, or do I think Kirby Smart thinks it's a bigger? We know impact? the answer to it. Does Kirby Smart think it? I can tell you the answer to that. Yes, Kirby Smart thinks that yes, there's an impact. I can assure you the 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 recovery, the ability to go to sleep. Uh, they know those players won't get back to Athens till one. You always add two hours at that age. So you're talking about your kids going to bed at three. They'll have meetings Sunday morning. So you know these kids don't get eight hours of sleep, and it carries over into Monday. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to cry for Georgia. Uh, but if you play at 12 and you're home at 5, it's a totally different game changer there. So, to me, doesn't matter. 12 o'clock, 7.30, you know, you still got to play the game. And, you know, uh, I know a lot of people kind of saw – I didn't think about this, but a lot of people, I saw the reaction, were like, hey, man, excited um, because you get to see Ohio State Michigan. Even before, yep. you, even before you maybe go down to Atlanta, uh, you get to see yep. Ohio State Michigan. So – uh, I think that's a that's one of those things, and um, you know it, you get to see more games. That game that day is so 
congested. You know what I mean? There's so many games you want to watch. Um, but but this game here, uh, Georgia needs to go out and handle business and stay healthy and get these guys some reps. And, uh, you know, Buster Faulkner knows this team. Kevin Scher, the defensive coordinator. He's coached with Kirby for a long time. He's coached with Glenn Schumann at Alabama. So they're going to kind of know some, some some things about Georgia that most teams will not. Maybe a couple but, of uh, players too, in, players. Dominic Blaylock and Brett Scyther. Brett Scyther, yes. Yeah. So there's going to be some things there too. So interesting there, but uh, you know, I think Georgia goes out and handles business. But uh, you know, hey, I want to say this for 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 Brent Key and Georgia Tech going to bowl game was is a very big deal this year for those guys. And uh, so we'll we'll see where it goes uh, Saturday. Yeah, I think I think Georgia Tech is back on the right feet, man. I, I you know they're they're making progress. They're not. I don't think they're going to hang with Georgia. I'm not trying to build them up to be world beaters or anything like that. But I think for Georgia Tech, it's moving in the right direction. Have we seen a line on that one, Palmer? Do we know? Yes. Where, what's the What's the early do, action? On do, what What do y'all think it is? I would guess about twenty. Uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech. I would say twenty three. Twenty three and a half. Oh, look at this guy. Seasoned vet. Caesars is calling right now. <laughs> I'd say about 23. Yeah, that's a good guess. 20, 23 and a half. So, now, it, again, this goes back to what I was saying earlier about Missouri and all that. Like Georgia Tech, they've got better players than they've had in the past, but they don't have the horses to hang with Georgia and they don't have the depth, especially. That's going to be the real separator here. Georgia's going to be able to rotate guys through and, you know, get some rest for some of these earlier guys. You know, I think that this is a game that most people probably believe I do will be over at halftime. And so they've got a chance to probably get those guys out, save their body a little bit and uh, get them geared up for that SEC championship. And and with some guys that are banged up right now, you know, it it would not surprise me if we don't see, um, you know, some of those guys, Tate Ratledge, Lad McConkey, Ra-Ra Thomas, those guys that were, limited or left the game early against Tennessee, it would not surprise me one bit if we don't see them this week. Throw in Warren Brinson, who who didn't make the trip to uh to Knoxville and and you know dealing with a calf strain himself. So, you know, there's this is a banged up football team. Everyone knows it. You know, it's I, we can blame it on Jake Rowe for for talking about the injury bug last week. I I told him that in the press box as soon as uh, as soon as Lad went down, or, or Lad wasn't playing as much, and Tate went down, I said, "Jake, this is your fault." So, if yep. if, if you guys want to direct that hate towards Jake, um, let's wait until he gets back from his family vacation. Let him enjoy that. But um, yeah, no, I, I completely think that this is a uh, Georgia Tech team that's headed in the right direction. We saw it at the end of last season after Key took over. They win a couple games. They they knock off they knock off a ranked North Carolina team you know, two years in a row now, um, you know, they, they are, you know, way more competitive in the ACC this year. You know, last year they were playing for a bowl game in this one. Yeah, I think this they're year. fourth. They're, I think they're fourth in the ACC right now. Uh, Yeah, they are. Just pulled and up. Got, and, and got Dino Babers fired. Yep. Yep. So, um, hmm. you know, no, no shot to play in the ACC championship game. That's locked up between Louisville and uh, Florida state there, but Certainly a, uh, you know, more interesting team, you know, like, like we said, they've got a little bit of SEC talent, you know, guys that have been around and played ball in the SEC, Hans King at quarterback, those Georgia transfers, uh, you know, in the pass catching game. Um, so, you know, a, a more talented team and look, you know, I think, I think it's good for this rivalry that, that tech, uh, you know, is competitive and, and 
it's not just a, you know, ho-hum, nothing game. Um, they're not on Georgia's level. We all know that. Um, nobody's going to pretend like they are. Um, but, you know, I think it's it's better for this game, uh, you know, in this rivalry to mean something a little bit more in, in an era where, you know, we're, we're losing some of those rivalry games. We're, we may not see, you know, it, depending on what Georgia – and, you know, the SEC does, you know, we're, we may not see Georgia Auburn every year. I feel like we're going to see Georgia Florida every year. That would be the protected one, but we may not see, you know, we, we won't be seeing Georgia and South Carolina, Georgia and Tennessee, some of those games that we see on an annual basis. I think it's good that a, we are going to see Georgia and Georgia tech every year. That's a non-conference game. And I think it's good that it's a, uh, you know, growing back into a competitive football game. Rusty, you've been blowing the horn for Haynes King here for the last couple of weeks, man. I, I you know, talk to me a little bit about him. I hadn't admittedly not watched a ton of Georgia Tech. I've, I've I've had a chance to catch a couple of those games, but you know, when you're watching this guy and you're evaluating him, what stands out to you about him? Accurate, athletic, get out of the pocket. I mean, they don't have the best offensive line. I mean, there's times where he's having to run a lot off platform. I tell you what, he throws throws a damn good deep ball. Um, he throws a really good deep ball and. Uh, you know, he was highly rated for a reason. And just, listen, he was the, the Texas A&M, and that looked like that. that's been a train wreck from the start there. So I'm not holding that against him. And uh, sometimes you just need opportunity. But I think, uh, you know, they've done a lot with him. I think he's got better. And, and Buster Faulkner deserves a ton of credit. You know, Buster Faulkner comes over from Georgia, and he was very highly thought of and, and uh, you know, put his offense in there. And, and um, but I think, you know, Certainly not predicting Georgia Tech to be Georgia, and I don't know if this will be a game in, a, in, you know, midway through the third quarter. But I think Georgia fans will be kind of respectful, like, "Hey, Georgia Tech's got a quarterback now. This guy can throw it." And uh, I guarantee you, when Georgia watches tape on him today and tomorrow, there he will get their players' attention, and that that's good for Kirby Smart and those guys because I don't think they've probably had that in the last couple of years. Like, what, what, you know, who's quarterback? And we're going to do what? This guy can throw the ball. And uh, they got a couple of receivers. They got a freshman, Eric Singleton, out of Alexander High School. I think he was the had the fastest hundred yes. meters in the state of Georgia last year. Yep. And uh, you know he can run. He 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 can run by anybody. Uh, and they throw two twice a game to him. And so Georgia gonna have to know where this freshman is at all times. Uh, this guy's gonna be probably ACC freshman of the year. And uh, you know Georgia Tech has uh, got a weapon there. I. I they're gonna have to hold on to him. I guarantee you that Brent Key is watching his DMs, and uh, you know what I mean. Which is bad. It's a hard thing to deal with, but uh, I guarantee you they're being proactive with that kid because he he that was an absolute steal for Georgia Tech to get him, and um, you know very kind of on a, on a team that wasn't very good. And uh, this guy this guy can roll. Speaking of uh, rolling, uh, I thought uh, Arian Smith, that was a really nice uh, uh, getting him involved the other night with the, uh, the end round. Just give it to him. Yeah, I mean, just let him go, man. Just, just, dude, you've had drops. You've been inconsistent with your hands. Just let's hand it to you. Hand it down. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? can't, can't coach speed. So No, no, no. Hey, I loved it. That was great play design. Hell of a block by Oscar Delp on that play. Yep. Uh, down the field, a good stalk block and didn't hold. You know, let go of the receiver, uh, get, let go of the defensive back. So, that's where Bobo not getting enough credit. You know, he's like, look, I'm not giving up on this dude. He's one yeah. of the fastest in America. I'll give him a damn thing and just let him run. It, it would not surprise me if Arian Smith makes a play down the stretch for Georgia that, that makes Georgia fans eat crow a little bit because 
you know, again, you can't coach speed. We've seen him in there consistently still, you know, it's, it's not, he's not playing a, a, you know, a starter's role by any means, but he's in there and they've got plays designed for him. You know, there's, there's a motion and I can't remember if it was against Missouri or Ole Miss, maybe both, but they ran it and he, he kind of bubbles around and things open up when he's running because people have to pay attention to that. And, the moment that he's wide open because people aren't paying attention to it because people don't think that, you know, they trust him to throw the ball. That's, that's when he makes you pay. So mm-hmm. um, would not surprise me one bit. If uh, Arian Smith has a, a big play for Georgia at some point in these next couple of games, it's, um, uh, it's Buster Faulkner love over here in the comments section. Deservedly. So man, I think Buster Faulkner's yeah. done a tr- tremendous job right there. Uh, yeah. at Georgia Tech um, has really made a big difference for them. Very, very, very well liked in that office. Um, so I heard, heard tell of some legendary golf outings between Mike Bobo and Buster Faulkner where uh, <laughs> it was only supposed to go 18 rounds and it went 96 on a golf course one day. So <laughs> two very competitive human beings. And I'm sure that uh, uh, that they'll they'll do some, some text messages this week. But Buster Faulkner, very, very highly thought of. Uh, by Kirby Smart staff. All right, y'all, it's Sunday, and you know what that means. It's time for dog stocks. Um, but before we get into that, one last ad read for y'all. Axia Time. Uh, if you are looking for the perfect gift for the Bulldog fan who has almost everything in their life, then you should check out the Georgia National Championship timepieces by Axia Time. These heirloom quality Swiss-made mechanical watches are available for men and women and are the perfect way to celebrate the Bulldogs back-to-back victories. They're making some history and uh you know you can you can get in on it and commemorate it with a wa- with a watch from Axia. Check out these gorgeous timepieces at Axia. That's A X I A time T I M E dot com. That's A X I A T I M E dot com axiatime.com and use promo code dogs D A W G S at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Um, if you're looking for something extra, extra special, Axia Time has partnered with the Classic City Collective to create a limited edition Kirby Smart autograph collection with the majority of the proceeds going directly to support Georgia student athletes. Uh, disclaimer here, the promo code does not uh, work towards the collective uh, watches because they want those proceeds uh, going towards the student athletes and, and the NIL. Um, but if you get one of the uh, you know regular ones, they are certainly still high quality as well, and you can get 10% off with promo code DOGS. That's D-A-W-G-S. There's no better way to commemorate the Dogs back-to-back championships than with one of these amazing timepieces. Check them out at axia.com, A-X-I-A time.com. That's A-X-I-A time.com. Axia time, watches that tell so much more than just time. All right, guys, dog stocks. Let's get into them. Rusty, you're up first. Easy. Uh, Brett Thorson hadn't given up a punt return all year. I mean, I mean, is that not a crazy stat? Like, <laughs> how high is this damn dude kicking the ball when he kicks? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, and, and angles it, you know? I mean. He's, he's, he's amazing given how little he does it. I, I mean, yeah. So. You know, I, I saw a Tennessee fan. I, I I don't know where it was social media or something yesterday, and it's about third quarter of the game. And he goes, "Man, everybody on Georgia's team looks like a five star except their punter because I don't know what he looks like." You know what I mean? And I thought that was a great point. They hadn't used him, 
So, um, you know, part of me got, feels like somebody's just going to return one and, and get their clock clean just to break the streak. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. But I mean, at some point you, he kicks it so high and at an angle to where the coverage is on you. I mean, that is an invaluable. It's like almost having a guy that kicks to the back of the end zone every time the kickoff team's just running sprints. You know what I mean? But yep. the punt, the punt return is that that's your, that's some of your best athletes in the SEC. You know, here we are. Those Arian Smiths that we're talking about. Yeah. We're in the last freaking game of the year in a regular season. We returned a punt against Georgia. That is nuts. They're one of only two teams now, I think, uh, left in the NCAA uh, Power Five that are, um, Power Five division that has not given up a punt return this year. That's that's, that's silly. Stupid, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Bruce. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go with. I think. Um, I wanted to make sure I had my numbers right. Uh, I'm going to go stock up on uh, Marcus Roseby, Jack Saint, man. Um, you know, uh, there's uh, some mentions over here. We've talked about Dylan Bell, Carson Beck, obviously, but to me, and I wrote this in uh, the snap count today. The greatest uh, way to be successful is to be available. And uh, he's been playing a ton of snaps for this Georgia team. He's physical. He has solid hands. He's been doing a little bit of that dirty work that they ask out of all of these receivers and leading in a big way from that spot. I think that this guy has just been so valuable for them this year. Um, And just kind of a, a, you know, one of those guys who just puts his head down, brings the lunch pail to work. You don't necessarily think of him as, you know, one of the elite receivers, I guess, in the league. But I think he's I think he's moved into that given all the things that he does. I think he's doing a little bit of it all for Georgia. And he's doing it at a high clip, and they're leaning on it heavily um, in terms of the amount of snaps that he's playing. So Marcus Roseme, Jack Saint, man, hat off to you. Um, you know, Brock Bowers is getting the love. Dylan Bell deservedly so, too, after that performance. But that's a guy who I think flies under the radar. I'm saying stock up on Roseme, Jack Saint as uh, things have progressed this season for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and and it showed yesterday with the uh, two touchdowns there. I am going to stock up on Kirby Smart, and I know that sounds crazy to say. Just, you know, it, it sounds so simple, um, but stock up on Kirby and uh, the focus that, that he's got. Um, it's different, man. It, you know, it, it's – I talked last week about Brock Bowers and, and how he's different, and, you know, I think Kirby – uh, you know, is, is kind of built that same way where, you know, mentally he's different. And, you know, he was asked to reflect on all the history that was broken last night um, or, or tied last night with 28 straight wins. Georgia becoming the first team to go at 8-0, three straight seasons in the SEC. Um, and he said, I mean, there will be a time to look back on that and celebrate. It's not right now. Um, he's got to go play Tech this week, and that's the perspective. Um, he understands these rivalries. He's done a really, really good job in them. Um, first year aside, you know, he has done a really good job in these rivalries. Um, and so, you know, he understands them. He gets up for them. Um, and, you know, ultimately he did budge a little bit and, and provide a little bit of reflection, um, you know, said that it, it's it's fun, you know, on game days and when all the work is done and, um, you know, but it's a lot of work, a lot of buy-in um, and that, there is, you know, once that work is done, it's fun to go out and play the football games. And, um, you know, they don't stress about the streaks. They don't stress about the wins. They stress about being prepared. And ultimately, it's that preparation that gets them ready to, uh, you know, be capable of winning those games. And, 
you know, he's, he, he, I'm really curious, always exciting to see when uh, Georgia and Kirby go up against Alabama and Nick, just the amount of respect that they've got for each other. Um, and he mentioned Coach Saban in his uh, press conference said, you know, that he's read what Saban has said recently about enjoying this team and because it's not about all the stress and stuff. And, you know, that, that us, the media, we put the expectations out there and, um, you know, that, that he uh, thinks that there's a lot to be learned from Saban and Kirby, you know, certainly setting records that are Saban-esque um, tying two Alabama squads, neither of which were Coach Saban's, but, um, you know, certainly Alabama has put themselves in that top tier of the SEC and Georgia has put themselves there as well. Well, that'll do it for us tonight. Uh, programming note, we will not have a Monday Bark After Dark show. We will not have a Wednesday Georgia show. Enjoy your Thanksgiving week, guys. And uh, we will be back on Saturday for a pregame show. Um, not sure who's going to be doing it. We'll figure that out later. Probably after this call. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, that's a later problem. But uh, for tonight, Palmer Toms, Jake Roos, Rusty Mansell, this has been The Georgia Show. See y'all. Happy Turkey Day. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.